If you didn't hear right there at the end, the uh, number 133 is UMass. And I see you got a text from uh, Tribe Bill. Yeah, he's not, not overly happy with his tribe. Yeah. I tell you what, let's get the clock rolling. You got uh, five minutes of, uh, of uh, course. Let's get the stopwatch. And Steve Isaacs joins us. Good morning, Steve. You're on the clock. Rock and roll, Hoss. Yeah, good, good morning, Al. Good morning. You know, thinking, and thinking about the Ryder Cup, I, I, I'm thinking about this and going, let me compare the United States to all of Europe. And they had nine countries represented. Yeah. And compared to Europe, we have more players. We have more competitive professionals, more instructional uh, uh, professionals. We have more golf courses. We have better conditioned golf courses. We have more golf ball and golf equipment manufacturers. We have more university and school teams. Each state has their own golf association. They have great junior programs. We've got three of the four majors. We've got the Players' Championship. We've got the richest tour in the world, except for the LIV current situation. Mm -hmm. Now, all the players who were in that, that tournament this weekend uh, each of them, I'm sure, has endorsement deals, whereas if they make the Ryder Cup, their club manufacturer, their ball manufacturer is paying them a handsome mm. bonus for making that team. So they are paid yeah. to play. We've got we've got the Golf Channel. We've got the PGA Tour Radio. We've got the most media coverage, magazine, and otherwise of, of any compared to Europe. Um, so I don't think there's an answer as to why we lose Ryder Cups. I just don't think anybody can figure it out. I can't figure it out. I listened to the press conference yesterday, and I've listened to every task force and committee do this, do this, pair him, pair, you know, that person, you know, go at sundown, go at sunup, you know, go eat this food, don't do this, and nothing works. So I I really don't think there's an answer, quite frankly. I, I can't figure it out. So, but the 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 opening round was four ball or was it foursome? Foursome. That, foursome. Was, that was foursome. That uh, was uh, alternate shot. And they got yeah. shut out. Yeah. So I think that's where where in, therein lies the problem. If they can figure that out, they'll be okay. How would we do on Saturday in the uh, in the foursome? I think it was two and a half, one and a half for Europe. Uh, yeah, for, uh, for Europe. So that right there is six and a half to one and a half. But the the, the, the you can't. I don't think you can figure it out because you've got 24 of the best players in the world, and you can mix them and match them any way you want. But if they can't hit the ball in the fairway and if they can't make putts, <laughs> and Europe uncannily seems to make unbelievable amount of long putts. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, <laughs> I, I watched him, and I was just in awe. I was just uh, on the first six holes of the four balls on Friday, he was like six on the par. He had made uh, four birdies and an eagle. And had one putty the first six holes. And they weren't short, short putts. Mm. Uh, it's close to unbelievable. All right, but, well, now listen, it, it, it was, was Cantley not wearing a hat because he wants to get paid? That was what I'd heard. Right? I, yesterday in the press conference, uh, they said he wasn't wearing a hat because he's getting married today and didn't want to have a tan line. That's a bunch. That's the biggest. Why do people think we're stupid? 
Like, why do people think we're stupid? He's getting married today in Italy and didn't want a tan line. You know, you might as well take a gopher and I'll be polite and stick in his freaking ear. And I'm, I'm thinking more like Richard Gere and, and not not him and what Richard Gere used to do with those things. Anyway, uh, I just, I, you know, don't, why do they blow smoke like that? And then well, Roy that, McElroy that, got, got ticked off about it, obviously, and that became a rumpus on the green. I think that's the name they should write a book and call it Rumpus on the Green. What do you think? Well, I'm not so sure that, that this is is a, a true statement or is credible in regard to Cantley wanting to get paid. One I, minute. I, I've heard den- I've heard denials of that, and he denied it yesterday in the press conference uh, mm-hmm. yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I mean, Marco Marco Mira did the same thing 25 years ago at uh, where were they playing? Then I think in Chicago in '99. So uh, I, I don't think it's right, but. Maybe you ought to say, look, if y'all want to play in the Ryder Cup, come over here and pay your own expenses. We'll waive the green fees, and you can play for your country. And that's it. <laughs> well, they're paid. I mean, all expenses are met. You know. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they treated like kings for a week, so don't yeah. tell me they aren't being paid. Yeah. They're all being they're paid. They're being paid. You'd yeah. like to be paid like that for a week, wouldn't you? I'd pass the biscuits. Hell, yeah. Yeah, go to Rome, play golf, have a good time, drink some wine, you know, have some nice pasta. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, we're out of time. Five minutes. You got it. Thank you. What do we? Well, we'll have to talk about this again in the off season. Thank we you, will. Steve Isaacs. See you, Mal. Thank you. All right, we just—I mean, there's, there's no but so much you can say about getting your butt kicked. You know, it's like that great line, and they used to have a uh, when Sports Illustrated was a viable uh, uh, periodical. Back in the day, they had a little thing right before they got to all their stories called They Said It. And they'd quote different people in different sports and what was going on and blah, blah, blah. And one of the best ever I saw was a referee stopped a fight. And he said to the guy, you know, he's holding his hand, you know, holding hands like they do in front of him. And he said, where are you? He said, I'm in Madison Square Garden getting my butt kicked. Exactly. So, I mean, if that ain't a, that ain't one for the ages, is right. your boy uh, 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 Smash Nash? What's his name? You know, Nash. you know who I'm talking about. Come on, come on, Mister uh, Whitebread. Oh, uh, Nance. Nance, thank oh, you. And uh, we talked about this a little inside game when we were watching the Dolphins game. Whenever Kevin Harlan does our games, we play very well. Whenever Jim Nance and Tony Romo, who I got a bone to pick with Tony Romo. He, oh, he's waiting. <laughs> from the moment he got on that broadcast, he wanted to talk Bills. Bills, 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 Bills. Oh, I'm so excited about the Bills. And obviously it kept going and got worse. But, man, he, he they were all about the Bills in that broadcast. Well, you which, know, which, it, towards go the ahead. end, it was proper. Yeah. They well, deserved it. I'll tell you what, the, the, the guys caught, and I don't know, I mean, they had Moose Johnson. Why don't they put him and his coconut out to pasture? Really, please. He played fullback in the 90s. He led with his coconut. Put him out to pasture. The, the guy calling the game, I think, I don't know, I can't tell their voices apart too much. It was like, oh, Philadelphia's trying to go 4 0. He must have said that 20 times. We know, Nitwit. Go on and say, oh, Philadelphia deserves Philadelphia's got this. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. It's like, really? You're putting people on air that are, are pulling for one team, obviously? Yeah. And, and, and like you're talking about Romo. And Nance wasn't Slow-mo. doing it. He was, he was doing it. But Romo, he has this history. He has certain quarterbacks he gets because he is a quarterback. So he yeah. was a quarterback. So he gets so excited about Josh Allen. And then the excitement just wasn't quite there for um, Miami. And I noticed this with Gus Johnson, the Colorado USC game. USC would score back, oh, and there goes USC. And you know how Gus Johnson, he freaks out. He's like, there goes Caleb Williams. Then Shador Sanders, oh, Shador Sanders is gone. I was like, 
That's kind of odd. Why are you so excited about Colorado and USC? It's oh, ho hum, a seventy-yard touchdown. He cowtowned to uh, Deion Sanders. Yes, and they're trying to get in good graces with Deion. Caleb Williams is a good player too. He yeah. put on a show. Oof. Yeah, they well, Both hey, but Colorado came back forty-eight, forty-one. Both those quarterbacks, those are pro <laughs> yeah. quarterbacks back then. Yeah. What uh, year is Sanders' son? Not much for defense for either team. No. That is what's going to be a trouble spot for USC, and I think they may oh darn sl- they may slip up. Uh, oh darn! One of the good teams they play because w- of that. What year is Sanderson? He is what is he? His junior third year. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I think a junior. Dion said he's going to stay another year, but uh, yeah, I think he's his third year. He, he has played. to stay another year. He has to. He has to. It makes you a better pro quarterback, right? <clears throat> but he's me. very talented himself. But Caleb Williams will finally throw an interception. I guess he is human. <laughs> if he had set his feet on that throw, it wouldn't have been an interception. But. Well, look at uh, is, uh, Stroud. I mean, nothing yeah. in for Houston. No picks. But, yeah, a couple commenters this weekend I noticed. Um, and, it, I mean, it's it's human nature, but you have to take that out of it. I just noticed Gus Johnson so excited when Colorado scored, and then USC <laughs> scored a 70-yard touchdown. He's like, oh, there they go. I was like, oh, I guess you're excited. We know who you're pulling for. Exactly. And then Tony Romo freaking out about Josh Allen. <laughs> it's, his, it's one of his guys. He loves Josh Allen. And he played well yesterday, man. He played well. And he played. He's he's this just in. He owns Miami. He's good. He owns the Dolphins. Jeez, it just it's happens bad. that way. It's bad. It's I mean, it's just like the Patriots have beaten the Jets, I think, fifteen straight times. Some some teams are just bad <laughs> matchups. Uh, the AP poll, of course, is it came out yesterday afternoon. Yesterday around noon, Georgia does remain number one, although it's loosened up a little bit. They got 35 first-place votes, Michigan 12, Texas 10, Buckeyes 1, the Seminoles 4. Your Florida voters have just checked in. Florida State's got 4. Penn State, Washington, Oregon 8, USC 9, the Financial Notre Dame number 10, Alabama 11. Sooners, Cougars of Washington State, Tar Heels, uh, Oregon State, what's their nickname? The Beavers. Beavers. Yep. The Beavers. Very good defense they have. Uh, and Oregon is the, uh, God, why am I forgetting Oregon? I should know them. What's why, the, Oregon's why am nick- I all of a sudden blanket? <laughs> the, the Ducks. The Ducks and the Beavers. That's right. <laughs> good. Uh, Ole Miss Rebs are 16. Miami, Utah, Duke. Duke is Duke. Uh, Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee. Oh, oh, stop the presses. Who do I see at 23? 10-spot drop for them. <laughs> oh, Brian Kelly. Oh, we didn't execute. Well, fat boy, you should have got out there and showed him how to execute. Freaking, freaking Brian Kelly. Welcome to the SEC, Dog Biscuit. It ain't an independent schedule. Fresno State 24 and Louisville number 25. And you did mention that James Madison did receive three votes. Colorado got one. Clem got five. Don't sleep on them Tigers yet. How is Colorado getting I mean, they're, they're three and two, and they're, they're just an improved, deep. They're an improved team, but they're not a top 25 team. Not even close. Uh, two words. Dion and Sanders. No, I agree. I agree. He calls himself Coach Prime, and now people are asking, "Well, Coach Prime." Well, I will. I will say, regardless <coughs> of how this year finished, man, what a. I mean, already what a turnaround. They were the one of the worst teams in college football last year, and they. Yeah. I mean, they had no business being in that game against USC, and they. They turned it they, around, and they, his son is is one hell of a player. That's a good quarterback, Shadir Sanders. Being yeah. mentored by uh, your guy Tom Brady too. Tom Brady's taking him under his wing. <laughs> 
He's got two great guys in his corner, his dad, his yeah. prime time, and then Tom Brady. <clears throat> All right. I, I said don't sleep on Clemson. we got to get to a pause. Clemson plays uh, Wake Forest at home this weekend. They should win that one. Then they're open. Then they got to go down to Miami. Ooh. Uh, the Wolfpack on the road. The Irish at home November 4th. Another red-letter day in football. Yeah. Although I think Alabama hopefully will stomp Brian Kelly and put all of us out of our misery. Uh, then they get Georgia Tech, Carolina at home. They get three at home in a row, Donkey. They get Notre Dame. They get uh, the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech and then the Tar Heels. Yeah. and they, they have, Who are they, they going to lose to? At Miami? I think they'll lose. Is that Miami? Game. What you think Miami's real? I can't. I still can't tell yet. It's yeah. just like Texas. You get you yeah. every time you buy in. <laughs> but they look good. Miami looks good. I think yeah. we'll learn a lot about Miami when I think when they go to North Carolina. Yeah. Well, Miami's number seventeen. Good quarterback too. He's bounced back from a tough year last year. <coughs> Tyler Van Dyke. Don't sleep on the Tigers. I'm not. I'm not sleeping yet. Don't Wake Forest. They get two weeks to get ready for Miami. Then they got to go over to the Wolfpack, which isn't too bad. They should win that. Notre Dame. That could go either way, right? Yeah, I agree. If they lose that, they're totally out of everything. Well, Even if they win the ACC, they're out of it. A huge thing this year is I don't think there's a true great team. There's a couple pretty good, maybe a very good team, but I don't. I don't. I don't see a great team. Like I don't have a definitive best team, even though Georgia's number one. I want to see Georgia. Do more than what they've done. They, right. had, they had, yeah. We got, well, let's get to a break, and then, but I like to hear from our fans. I mean, our fans. I like to hear from. <laughs> I like to hear from people that are fans of sports. Uh, I like to hear from our sponsors, which we're going to do now. Now, how now, Brown Cow? And then we'll we'll uh, get talking about Georgia and their schedule. So for who they played and where they played and what they're going to do. Stay with us. You're listening to. Sports phone on 1061 ESPN. I'm Big Al, Robert the Bruce, other side of the glass. Phone number calls or text is 327 0888 327 Richmond Spiders, well, you've got them. 1061 ESPN is your exclusive radio home for all things Spiders athletics in the River City all year long. Talking about easy schedule and Georgia, somewhat leads the parade. They played you uh, Tennessee Martin, somebody's name. Listen, to the phone book is Tennessee comma Martin. Yeah, so Martin Tennessee is his name. Uh, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, and they played a, a, a game yesterday or Saturday against Auburn and won by seven. Uh, then they get Kentucky at home, which is currently number twenty. Uh, yawn, and then they get go to Vanderbilt, and then Florida. Uh, of course, they're not ranked. Then they get Missouri, which is number what uh, twenty one. So you get twenty and twenty one, and then they play Ole Miss, which is sixteen at home. So they play all three ranked teams. These teams are subject to being unranked at any given on any given Saturday. Ole Miss. Kentucky and Missouri, 16, 21, and 20, and they're all between the hedges. How easy is that going to be? Then they get Tennessee and Georgia Tech to wrap up their season. 
Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the presses. Tennessee's number 22, and they got to go there. Oh, there you go. So I uh, stand corrected. Tennessee, number 22. And that's on, that's on the road. I found Tennessee, 22nd, on the road. They play 16, 20, 21 at home, and then Tennessee on the road at 22. And we've got uh, caller. Expo. Exposito. What's going on, Expo? Good morning, Al. The uh, member, the high-ranking member of the uh, law firm of Schilling and Exposito, they bring us our visits every week with Jim Hobgood, a.k.a. Hobba. All right, what do you got there, Moose? Hobba is like a holdover tenant, man. He won't leave, will he? Yeah, he stays around. He likes He likes John. That's fine with me. Imagine that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, my brother-in-law tells me you were angry with Patrick Cannelly today, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out why. Because he didn't wear a hat, and allegedly it was because he wants to get paid. I, I think he ought to be paid, don't you? He is paid. They pay <laughs> all, all his expenses to go over there, all his meals, all his wine, whatever oh, he wants, everything. Listen, listen, Espo, why should the U.S. They're, they're, they're playing for the U.S. of A. Why, why should they? They get, they get bonuses from their sponsors to make for making but the Ryder Cup. But they're not playing for the U.S. of A. No, no congressional act was ever passed like the Olympic Committee. It's just a marketing gimmick. They say they're playing for the U.S.A. Well, who are they playing for? Playing who are they playing for? I don't know. The, the, the same reason I wear a flag T-shirt to the games. I mean, they do that because people think they're playing for the U.S.A. But well, who they play? Who, who won two years ago? Oh, we did. Okay, the U.S. We, we, exactly. You said we. No, the U.S. The, won. No, the PGA players won. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Hey, come on, you and all this Espo. Stuff. Espo, come on. They're playing for the U.S. of A. Hey, they are not. Now they're not. No, nobody authorizes it. It's like me saying I represent Ghana. I can say it. I can wear a flag. I can wear a hat. But, but I, I asked you who won you two years fun. ago. You said we, me, and the U.S. of A. Wait. Well, we being the PGA players. You're not a PGA player. I'm not a PGA player. You said we. I'm going with that. I'm going with that with you. Go ahead. All the Euros live in the U.S. and went to school here. I know that. I don't think they're money here. What a farce that is. I can see Canley saying, look, everybody's getting paid more than their expenses, but me. And I agree with him. Now, I agree with Robert when he says, hey, I don't think I would have done it that way. I mean, I think I'd have done it another way, but what they ought to do is they ought to boycott it. Say, look, until we're paid, we're not playing. Fine, don't play. I don't understand why don't, you think a pro should play, play for free. Watch it a pro play for free. Because you're playing, Amateur, you're okay. playing for America. That's why. My opinion. Well, you, that's my opinion. Your 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 opinion's different than mine, and I just, I will stand by what I think, what I feel, what I believe. No, no, listen, I, and I, I appreciate you doing that. But I, what I'm saying is. If they're not authorized by the government to represent the country, are they representing uh, don't, the country? Don't bring the government into yes, it. Our government's so on. screwed up. Don't bring the government well, into it. You probably want the, the government, government to settle the nil in the portal. Portal. The portal. The I, you know, keep does. keep the government out. They can screw up a hamburger. They're they us. can, they the can screw up. Does. When was the last time you were on Amtrak? You probably paid $15 for a freaking dried up, no count hamburger. How come the mail's I always didn't. late? Please don't invoke the government to get involved in anything. There. Come on, Espo. Do you really want the government, government involved in sanctioning it? Keep the damn government out of it. I love the country. Our Congress, our Congress is pathetic. Pathetic. Both sides. All 535. 
All of them. It's well, a joke. Like Congress but, is a but, joke. But the reality is, oh uh, man, you're bringing you like the government. Them or not, we we elected them. We sent them there. So whether you don't like them or not, we did it. We sent There's we, we sent two there, three there, and that's it. That's it. Our, the, the, the person who represents our district and the two senators. And either you voted for them or against them. Well, all of us sent them there. But the bottom line is, look, you, you can't just say you represent somebody unless you do. Well, are they, are they wearing uniforms yeah. representing the U.S. of A.? Yeah, I've got my Italian Army uniform on right now. You think I'm going to go out and... Shoot somebody? I don't think. No, are they wearing? Are they wearing a uniform that they all are wearing? Yeah, but but a uniform the PGA design, not the government design. The government? What the hell? You got to worry about the government for how many? How many things does the president sign that the government doesn't vote on? I mean, come on, come on, Espo. It's government. Why get the government involved in the Ryder Cup? Why? Isn't the president in the government? Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, Espo. I don't know why you're angry with this guy. I don't get it. He's a pro. I don't care if he's, he's a. I don't care country. if he eats raw duck. I don't care if he likes to have a cat and tie two of them over a phone line. I don't care about the the fact that it, of what he thinks. He's there to play, and they get paid for what they do. The rep the, the corporate representatives pay him. They you know they wear a uniform. They get everything, all expenses paid, everything paid for. That's that's a payment. Would you work for free if everybody in the industry? I got do paid? now. <laughs> I, I do now. Now. I don't know why you're laughing. You know the deal. No, I know, but at the bottom line is you get paid through your employment through whatever scheme you agree to. But these poor guys, I mean, listen, I think they ought to go out and play the Ryder Cup. I like the Ryder Cup. Right. I don't like our results, but I like it. Well, we won two years ago. We kicked their butt six ways to Sunday. And now it happens. Yeah, we got to get we got to get to God. more callers. We're going to just disagree on go, this one. Go. Don't bring the government into it. Jesus, they can screw up a one car funeral. They can screw don't, up a hamburger. Don't buy the marketing. Don't buy the marketing. I'm not buying the marketing. I just have them to pull for the USA athletes. Uh, I, we I, I, do, I do too, but I think it's when it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is real. Bye. Ask them. All right. Where's Isaac? Isaac, we need to call him back. Jeez, Almighty. Uh, Peyton, go right ahead. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Al. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for calling. Hey, um, so the hot subject with Patrick Cantley, um, I'm not a huge, I've never been a huge fan of him. Um, you know, he just doesn't seem like a guy after a round of golf you want to go and have a beer with. He kind of just seems a little smug. But besides that, um, if you go back and watch him in college, he never wore a hat. Two years ago in the other Ryder Cup, he didn't wear a hat. Coming from a guy that's got the big head himself, certain hats just don't fit him that fit him that well. So he he's never been a hat guy. And I believe and I don't believe the whole thing with the hat, but what I believe is if someone did ask him, Why aren't you wearing the hat? He said I think he said, Because they're not paying me to wear a hat. Um as you know, like in the PGA, my father is a huge um huge PGA guy. Um, and when he first got on on the uh, the tour, he didn't wear a hat. And he, I remember him telling me, you know, they never. Uh, he's he's missing out on millions of dollars not wearing a hat, not wearing this hat. And you know, so he finally got a sponsor to wear the hat. And um, you know, it's just, uh, I don't think 
Yeah, I, I think the whole story got blown out of hand, and the Europe people got a hold of it, started waving their hats at them, and the story took off. But I don't believe that at all. You saw it, what he said after when he found out about it. He totally denied it, and I think it was it's you know we're missing out on the story. The story isn't about the hat. It's about the U.S. team getting their butts kicked over there in Europe. Yeah, maybe it's not about money. Maybe it isn't about money. I I don't know. I read it could have been. I read it could not have been. I don't know if it's about the hat or not. I just brought it up. The caddy started waving. McElroy got in his face. There was a disagreement. And so was it about money? I don't know. Could have been. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. You know, we have. You know, he wears a hat when he plays on the regular uh, course. See, they used to wear hats way back when. We got to get to a pause here. I got a five minute uh, thing coming with Mark on. But here's the deal. You ever see Errol Palmer wear a hat? Nicholas didn't wear a hat until later in his career. You look at him winning the '86 Masters when he was 40 or 46, whatever he was. He 46. He wasn't wearing a hat. Uh, yeah, they did come around wearing hats. Nicholas didn't wear them at all very much. He finally made a deal on it and got the, you know the golden bear put on it and all that kind of thing. But they didn't used to wear hats. I don't think Greg Norman ever wore a hat, did he? I don't. No, he I don't didn't. think. No, I don't think uh, Nick Faldo wore a hat. Hats yeah, he just a... doesn't like to wear a hat. And when someone asked about it, he probably said, "Well, they're not paying me to wear a hat, so I don't want to wear a hat." You know, and it just got blown well, that's up. That's fine. If you don't want to wear a hat. hat. It may, maybe it's all yeah. wrong. Maybe not, maybe it wasn't a, a, a fact of uh, saying I want to get paid and this is my protest. I don't know. But I have read that it was, and I've read that not necessarily the case. Hey, thank you, Peyton. we got to get to a pause. All right, now. You can't believe everything you read yeah. now. You know <laughs> I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. You don't believe what? None of what you hear and half of what you read. I, I, I agree with that one. Thank you, Peyton. That's right. All right, thanks. Yes, All right. Hey, hey, Chuck, can we get on one for 30 seconds? Hey, Chuck, we got a five-minute thing coming up with Marcon at a 35 pass in about three minutes, four minutes. Can you call back uh, in about 10? I will. I will try. Yes, sir. Please do. I want to hear what you have to say about right. your time. All right. Thank you. Thank Chuck, you. Call, call, call back. Thank you. Hey, we're at Gus's this Wednesday. Gus's this Wednesday. Yes. Take a pause. Come back. We have five minutes of Mark on just five minutes dead on. We ain't going over with him. So you can call back in about eight minutes. Stay with us. We gave you the Braves all regular season on this dial. Why would we stop now? 1061 ESPN is your exclusive home for the Atlanta Braves games during the 2023 MLB playoffs. Don't miss a moment. Yeah, we have John Marcon, who was here last Thursday with Steve Isaacs, and we were talking and making picks, and I believe at the end, didn't I put down who I thought y'all were going to win? I don't know if I did or not. I don't see it in my book. Anyway, John, the clock is now starting. You've got five minutes. Go right ahead, Hoss. Five minutes might be too much. Uh, <laughs> I would say that uh, two things that stuck out to me about the Ryder Cup. Uh our captain's picks, the six guys that Jack Zach Johnson picked to be on the team, had a combined record of four wins, 12 losses, four draws. That's terrible. Say that. Uh, what was the number again? What was the number again of the six choices? What four, was it? 12, and four. Oh, boy. He'll never be captain again, I hope. Well, no, they, they usually don't give you a second chance to be captain. No. 
he just picked some guys who actually I you know I thought some of his picks were okay. They didn't turn out very good. No. Of course, we had the day of defeat on the first day, mm-hmm. but we didn't win our match. I mean, uh, we drew three of them, I guess, but we were behind five and a half or six and a half to one and a half <laughs> after the first day. Yeah, and that was uh, that was the difference in the in the tournament. Yeah. Now, and so we never caught up. Uh, I will say that after every Ryder Cup, the team that wins brags about how close-knit they were and about how well they got along. <laughs> and uh, the team that loses usually doesn't say much about that. It did look like that we had a few sour apples on our team, uh, guys who uh, you know, like uh, didn't exactly uh, uh, it, it seemed like they were enjoying themselves over there. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, who were the I, sour I apples? Well, Brooks Kepka for one. I mean, uh, you're getting beat by John Rahm and his partner, and then you go on social media and you complain that Rahm was a little too giggly for you. It was, a, you know, he enjoyed beating you a little too much. <laughs> and of course, Kepka and Scotty Scheffler had that embarrassing loss on Saturday morning when they went out and just got steamrolled nine to nine and seven. Yeah, that was brutal. It was the worst defeat in Ryder Cup history. And uh, now I will say that most of the guys who did not play well in the team matches did kind of come back on Sunday in the singles, like Kepka, and uh, win something. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, he was sobbing after that loss. Uh, you know, he was just weeping uh, he had, because he had played so poorly. Uh, he came back on Sunday and he fought Rom to a draw in singles. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we just uh, we just didn't play good enough. And uh, I'm sure the Europeans will uh, uh, be uh, extremely overconfident the next time we play in Europe, which I think is 2027. Yeah. Uh, So we've got four years to try to figure something out. And as Steve was saying earlier, uh, we should win. Uh, We have uh, a lot of advantages over the continent in terms of golf. Uh, Golf is uh, not well played in every European country. Uh, it's pretty much popular across the board here in the United States, but we just can't uh, seem to get back to uh, winning the Ryder Cup the way we used to. All right, let me ask you this real quick. We've got about a minute and forty-five here. What about what about the uh, the, uh, the the idea that Cantley wants to get paid to be on the Ryder Cup? Well, you know, I mean, some of them always got their hand out, <laughs> I mean, uh, and you just have to deal with that. Uh, Steve correctly mentioned Mark O'Meara as another guy in the past who I think kind of soured the rider atmosphere by just complaining, you know, I'm, nobody's paying me to do this. And uh, just kind of making a big deal about that. Yeah. And if that was Cantley's angle, then, uh, you know, there's a time and a place for that. And I think he picked the wrong time and the wrong place. Uh, if uh, if it really was that he wanted to uh, make sure he looked good in his wedding pictures, uh, <laughs> then uh, we'll see about that. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly nothing new uh, for an American player in particular uh, to say, hey, where's my money? And uh, they... Uh, where's their you know, pride? They- where's the pride? Are they playing for the no. U.S. of A. or not? According to Esposito, you know, they're not. It's, it's a mix. 
some of them really buy into that flag and country aspect yeah. of the rider. Twenty seconds. For some of them, it's just another corporate tournament where they've got dinners and cocktail parties yeah. to go to, yep. and they just would rather not do it. All right. And it just it depends on who you are. All right. Thank you, John. We're right at five minutes. Thank you very much. I'll have a great Monday morning. You do the same, Johnny. Thank you, Hoss. All right. Uh, five minutes, five good minutes with Mark Hunt, five, uh, five good minutes with Isaac. Let's go to Johnson. Chuck, or, uh, feel free to call in now, Chuck. We're open for you. Johnson, go right ahead. Oh, no, that was John on hold. John on hold. Okay. <laughs> is John? Yeah, I thought it was an S was missing. What? Uh, Chuck is, is back with us. Though. Chuck's with us. All right. Yep. Chuck, go right ahead. Chuck, what's up, Chuck? Hell. <laughs> Chuck! Yeah, all these years I've known you, you surprised me this morning by listening to that jerk about the guy with the hat. I would have, I, I would have thought at some point in time you were going to hang up on him. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like to get into a good dust up and beat lawyers at their game. I mean, I like that. Now, Espo's not a jerk. He just is misled. That's all. He's just misled. Go ahead. A guy that's wearing a Redskins uniform. Who's he playing for? Uh, the Redskins? Absolutely. This this team represented yeah. the United States. See, they didn't have to play for the United States. They represented this country. Thank you. That's the word I couldn't get. Represent. They're wearing a uniform. I brought it up. I said, aren't they wearing a uni- all wearing the same uniform? They're a team playing rep- representing the U.S. of A. Thank you, Chuck. Can't lay. Can't lay. Didn't have to accept the res- the, the the invitation. There were some other players that should have been. Uh, gone. I mean, yes, he's a good player, and I guess he deserved it. But I'm going to tell you what, if he's not out of favor with a bunch of his peers, uh, I'd be surprised. I thought that was distasteful, and it was they just sent a wrong message to the younger kids in this country that maybe have dreams of doing that someday. It's not like he doesn't make any money, and then like, uh, I think it was... Well, I, I was money, they're millions... They're millionaires already. They got paid to fly over there. They went first class. They ate first class. They had their wives. They had everything first class. What money? Yeah, they they, they didn't have to pay, sit in steerage. You know, back in the coach, <laughs> yeah, number one, number two. Exactly. He's getting married in Rome. And, yeah. uh, you know, all, it's all paid for for him to go there and come back. I mean, there you yeah. go. He's getting paid. Otherwise, yeah, if he'd well, gone that- to Rome to get married, he would have had to pay for it. Well, the next time that guy calls, invite him over to Gus's and give him a bowl of lo mein or something. <laughs> lo mein. No, I suppose a good guy. He's a good guy. He's just missing. He's uh, just, that he, just upset me to talk with that way. Well, he just so. he, he's just misled on this one. All right. Thank you for calling <laughs> back, care, Chuck. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, Mr. Upchuck. All right, Irish George, before we get to a pause, what do you got, Georgie? Did you? Uh, what'd you think about the game Saturday night? Uh, they had a lead. They should have had more points. They allowed Duke back on. Duke forced their way back into the game. Duke could have, should have won the game. Uh, Notre Dame's great drive in the end was much like the Redskins did yesterday. They lost in overtime, but they. What was how far? How long was that drive? Ninety-five yards. Ninety-five yards. But the big thing was the how how uh, the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, how he, how he played in the last. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Awesome. He got him down the field. He ran on fourth and 16 for a first down. You know, it's hard to drop that a play go, for fourth and 16. That may go down as one of the best uh, fourth and 16s in Notre Dame history, considering the whole season might have been on the line. Yeah, the season was riding on his right. 
because if they had lost, they'd be they'd be four and two, and they'd be looking at the uh, you know the pygmy ball or something like that. You know, but, a bunch of pygmies but, and know, Lilliputians out there running around. Go ahead. But I don't think we should downplay. Duke's got a very good team. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, and very good quickly. Yeah, and uh, that that's just kudos to the coach. Uh, they, they, let's face it, they don't have a lot of five-star athletes. <laughs> He's just coached them up and coached them up quick. And uh, so my kudos, kudos go out to them. Yeah. Uh, I hope their quarterback is not that bad off hurt. I understand there's a high, high angle spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to be. Normally that's several weeks before you can really play to a higher level. Yes, yeah, it has to heal. Yeah. It has to heal. It takes a high sprain, takes a while. Hey, you know what I thought was very nice was the uh, the fact that uh, Hartman waited to talk to him. I guess, you know, he played in the ACC in the Wake Forest, and uh, I'm sure he knew the guy, and he waited until he came out of the blue tent and he, and he spoke with him briefly, you know, so. Uh, that was a very classy thing to do, <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's why he's a really good quarterback and will be a good pro quarterback. Well, he's making two uh, million a, a year right now. Is what he's making. So he's a well, pro. Well, that's someone's he, choice. He's a pro that's quarterback now. Choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's life in the, in the in the new fast lane. What do you do? Yeah. What, it, what there's nothing you can do. And as far as the Ryder Cup, I just get the feeling that I don't know why, but I really do believe it. It seems I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Winning is more important in the Ryder Cup to Europe than it is us. That's just yeah. yes. that's just what I think. Uh, yeah, well, we uh, kick butt over here, and we're excited. We hoot and holler and all those things as well. So uh, <laughs> it's very, it is very important to both sides, yes, especially on home yeah. turf, <laughs> especially on home turf. Yeah, it, I think that they have a real respect for the history of the Ryder Cup, and I think they play for <laughs> – Excuse a me. lot more than themselves in their country. I think they well, they play. Now, listen, you know, they're, they're they're countries plural, and it brings them all together. Yeah. We're one country, right. you know, with a bunch of guys. And uh, yeah, if it was us in Canada or us in uh, Pago Pago or Bora Bora, then maybe it'd bring a different influence in there. And, and uh, who knows? I don't know. As far as getting paid, uh, let me tell you, when you're on the Ryder Cup. You're you're getting paid for a lifetime for being on that Ryder Cup. Yeah, I agree. The endorsements that you get, the 401ks that the PGA puts in for those professionals, none of them are ever going to be poor. That'll never happen. No. Particularly if you're really good at, in the PGA at that level. So, that to even bring that up to me, if he did, yeah, it's kind of kind of weird, actually. I. I, I, that would be the last thing I'd be thinking about. Um, some of them are probably well on their way to being billionaires <laughs> yeah. in their career. Yeah, some of them. So, I mean, well, Tiger Woods is a know. billionaire, isn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, remember his first endorsement when he came in with Titleist? $100 million for 10 years. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. That was early on. Yeah, that was 97 was or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these guys gonna, they make a... They make a fortune when you're at that level. And having uh, several Ryder Cups uh, performances on your side when it comes to endorsements. And, and when you retire, the people that want you to be a part of them, the speaking engagements, it, the things you got going along with you are unbelievable. So 
I don't know. I don't even know where that would even come into the discussion. I don't know. I didn't like it either. All right, Georgia, we got to get to hear from our fine sponsors. We shall return. Thank you for calling in and asking about Notre Dame Duke. Uh, the Irish, uh, who do they play uh, this week? Uh, Louisville. Oh, yeah, at Louisville, which is ranked. Uh, yeah, they played a, That's a th- right. Where they're playing three ranked teams in a row. And uh, Georgia has four, and they're all from 16 down. So I don't want to be hearing any hey nine any about how tough their schedule was. Notre Dame's playing a tough schedule, period. They still got Stan- uh, Southern Cal ranked, and Clemson is another receiving bus and should be ranked, or they will be by then. So don't give me none of this hey nine any stuff. They're playing a tough schedule. Hey, thank you, Georgie. Appreciate it. We got a roll. Be good. Bye. Uh, thank you, Hoss. Did he call me Barney? Not sure. I think he said, just be good, buddy. Oh, okay, that was it then. All right, stay with us. It is 950-950, 10 minutes to 10. Stay with us right here on 106.1 ESPN. I'm Big Al, sports phone. Robert and Bruce, other side of the glass. Gus's on Wednesday, and we'll have tickets to give away for spiders and main bears. Black bears, stay with us. This weekend, the Spiders entertain the Black Bears of Maine in a key CAA showdown. Catch all the action beginning Saturday afternoon at 3 here on 1061 ESPN. Your home of the Richmond Spiders in the capital city. In the capital city. Now look at the Michigan schedule. We were looking at a couple of schedules earlier and looking at them again. I mean, if you look at Georgia, they don't, they don't play anybody. Georgia plays 16, 20, 21, and 22. And the 21, 20, and 22 are likely either to be lower or not in anyway. I mean, we're talking about Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Mizzou. All right. Uh, Michigan's schedule was easy. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers to start the year. And now they, then they played Nebraska this past weekend and won that one handily. They go to Minnesota. And then get Indiana at home at Michigan State. Purdue at Penn State at Maryland, and then Ohio State to wrap it up, where they should beat Ohio State, hopefully. Two, three, four. Oh, there's seven at home and five on the road. Georgia, I think, is eight at home and four on the road. Yeah, the, these these top five teams, what they've done, I mean, well, they, they, some of their schedules. And Florida State probably maybe has the most impressive resume, but Clemson, I think, if things go differently, they win that game. They beat Boston College by two points. I think Texas probably right now has the most impressive resume out of the... Well, Notre Dame's resume is good. No, Notre Dame's resume is good. I'm saying out of those top five teams, those top four or five teams, I think... I think Texas, that win over Kansas, people laugh at it in previous years. Kansas is an improved team. They went to Alabama and completely handled that game. And if they beat Oklahoma, I think Texas has an argument for the most impressive start to this season. I'm not saying it's going to carry out that way, but resume-wise. Uh, now, let me correct one thing. Uh, Georgia has seven home games. Okay. They had four to start the year. Then they get Kentucky and Missouri and Ole Miss, and that's it. So they've only got three home games left. Uh, but the Florida game, of course, is held in Jacksonville, neutral site. Yep. So they only have four road games, two at the end, at Tennessee and at Georgia Tech. They get Florida neutral, and they get Auburn. So they only have three true road games. No, Vanderbilt, four. got to do that for your conference. Four, but the Florida game is neutral. So that's three road games and then a neutral site with Florida every year. They close at Georgia Tech. They don't, they, that'd be like a one-eyed cat peeping in the old seafood uh, store. That ain't nothing playing Georgia Tech. No. Yeah. I think, yeah You've I, heard about that one-eyed cat peeping in the yeah. seafood store, right? That's right, yeah. Uh, um, I think you, this, you need to know the deep meaning behind that song. Right, it's quite a um, story. 
Right. Yeah, well, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Right. I know. What else you got? Um, I think maybe this is the year the Pac-12 in their final year existence gets a team into the playoff. I think they've got some good teams. That's a, that's a conference where you're not having a lot of easy games. There's some good teams in that conference. Right now, we've yeah. got, according to our guy, Mr. Jerry Palm, who does this, he follows college football, writes for uh, CBS for college football, and stays on top of this. He's got, his is his final four matchup, January 1, the Sugar down in New Orleans, uh, number one Georgia versus number four Florida State. I'd like that matchup. They've got January 1, Rose Bowl, Pasadena, Florida, uh, California. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Pasadena's been moved to Florida. They're having a Rose Bowl. They have a salt water parade instead of a Rose Bowl parade. Uh, number two, Michigan versus Texas. Bingo. There goes your Pac 12. Bing. Darn. USC playing the Fiesta Bowl versus Fresno State. Carolina, North, North Kakalaki versus Ohio State. <coughs> Alabama Penn in the Peach Bowl, Penn State, not the Quakers, and Cotton Bowl, Washington, and Oklahoma. So two Pac-12ers make the, what do you call it? Uh, New Year's Six. New Year's Six. They still call it that. Yeah, it is. You're right. New Year's Six Bowls. All right, we're out of time. I want to thank Isaacs and Marcon for five good minutes each. That was it. <laughs> Didn't forget anymore. Want to, yeah, listen, I'm still glad Esposito called. He was wrong, but I'm glad he called. All right, that's that. Thanks for all you guys that called. We appreciate that. I also want to thank Robert and Bruce on this side of glass for all you do. Thank you, Hawes. Always happy to be here. Uh, always have a beer. I agree. I like that. Always have a beer. There you go. All right. I want to thank all you guys that call and listen. Y'all make the show by calling in. I want to thank all of our sponsors. They keep us on the air. Go see them. We'll take care of you. King at seven. We're at eight. Thanks for listening. Your exclusive home for